So when you look at like, what's your mission, what's your why, how do you achieve that? What are the things that you need to be doing every day to touch that dream so that it moves forward? That why has to be really strong. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy, and that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome to today's talk. I welcome Katie and Darren. You know Darren already if you watched us before and Katie is a new addition. I'm super happy about that. I'm Ronia Sakata from joyismycompass.com and I'd love that you introduce yourself, Katie, first and then Darren, and then we dive right into productivity and how to get more done in the same amount of time. And I tell you, I can learn a lot from you too, I guess, and the audience too. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So. My name is Dr. Katie Woodley. I'm a holistic veterinarian and based in Northern Colorado in the US. And I've been a vet for almost 10 years now. And a few years ago, I realized that I was running out of treatment options for my patients. And I was tired of telling people no. And so I became acupuncture certified and Chinese medicine certified and it changed my entire practice. So now I'm on a mission to help everywhere so globally so I do phone consultations I do house consultations and we're gonna help create happier pet parents and healthier pets through holistic medicine regardless of where they're at so that's short story of me wow and how do you know acupuncture in uh, in online services I think that's that would be difficult that's- that is very difficult. So that's in person. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But herbal medicine, nutritional plans, and supplements and wellness plans, I do all of that through phone consultations. So there's a lot we can do to help pets without potentially having our hands on them. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Darren? Yes. Not everybody already met you, so please introduce yourself. I'm Darren Barney. I'm here in Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, own Barney Brothers Off-Road with my brother and uh, also do some business consulting. I'm also a certified high-performance coach and work for Elite Worldwide. Um, really great to be here with uh, Ian and uh, Rania today and hopefully uh, be able to discuss some of our practice that we're using to uh, be more efficient. Uh, when Rania and I were talking about what to do this week because our normal, our two other people that we normally do this with were busy, um, Katie came first to mind because she is just incredible with uh, the amount of motivation that she has and how much she gets accomplished. She's really uh, somebody that I look up to a lot because she's very focused, motivated, and, and just driven, all those things that uh, a lot of us inspire to be. So I thought it would be great to uh, to have her be here, and I'm really glad that she is because she's awesome. She's a superstar. Both these girls are awesome. Love them both. They're awesome. Thank so. you. <laughs> so let's dive right into the topic. Like, like 
as you read this title, what comes to your mind first, Katie? What is like, yeah, of course you do this and this and this. What, what is firing in your mind or in your brain when you see this title? So productivity, I mean, it's a huge topic, right? And first thing that comes to mind and something that's changed my entire business is having routine. Like when you don't have routine, that's where you enter chaos. And so there's so many things that need to be done in my practice. And if I don't have that blocked out during a day with a plan, not like the plan for the day, like making that, I've made that hopefully at the beginning of the month, then each morning when I sit down and I journal and I go through how I want that day to look, I know exactly what needs to be done, what those needle moving activities are. And I've blocked out my day where I know I'm most creative mornings. And I do appointments in the afternoons because then I can create blog posts and newsletters and courses and other content that requires me to be like on my A game first thing in the morning. And so, you know, the routine, it's going to look different for every single person. So my routine will be probably very different from Darren's. It's probably very different from yours, Anya. And, and that's, that's normal. You have to figure out like what that works for you, but then actually start scheduling it out. And that's, I think what, a lot of people don't like because sometimes, you know, riding through that chaos is their normal. But you do need to have some type of routine and schedule so that you actually get stuff done. Because when I don't have it scheduled out, that's when I let other people's, you know, requirements and asks of me take over. And I don't get done my business work that needs to be done. I become a people pleaser and start doing other things for everyone else. So that's a huge thing for me. It's like routine is a big part of productivity for me. And and how does your routine look like? Like Darren is getting up at 4.30. I mean, and for that, the routine in the evening has to be that you're going to bed early. So that, that already like defines a lot of things in your life. And when do you start your day? So we get up at five. <laughs> So another early, I, I'm a morning person. I, if I sleep past nine, I feel like I wasted my entire day. And so we get up at 5 a.m., go for a walk in the morning, come back, and that's when I journal and map out my day. So that's I go through my schedule again, even though I already have it scheduled, and then set an intention and also think, what are the three needle-moving activities I need to do today? So I go through that almost every single day. I'd say, you know, six out of seven days of the week I'm doing that even on the weekends and so that that creates this mindset where I'm like okay I know this needs to be done and one of the biggest things with that is I've realized too I like to put too much into a day so I've cut back to having like three four things at most because especially for like high performance people high achievers like we're like, we can get all this done, but you really can't. And then you finish your day and you're like, I got nothing done, even though you did. And so making sure that that's doable. So in the morning, an hour, set the mindset, set your routine. And then I block out times. So I tend to work an hour to an hour and a half blocks and take breaks in between. And those hour blocks are set for specific things. So that's writing a blog post. That's you know, responding to emails and on my own time, I know which ones I need to do, writing treatment plans for patients. So those are all scheduled out based on what needs to be done. And then typically like what happens like midday, 
or like 11 a.m. here, I work out. So that's my workout time because that's really, really important. And then also it gives me that time going into lunch. My husband usually comes home for lunch. I spend that time. I set it as my gratitude lunch. So, you know, take time to be appreciative, talk to him, take a debrief, a break. And then I tend to go into house calls or phone consultations until he comes home at five. I tend to work sometimes into the evening, but I try to shut it down by 8 p.m. because I try to go to bed by like 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock the latest. So that way I get up at 5 and I'm not super exhausted. So that's like a, a normal like weekday routine for me to help me stay on task and be productive. And you're committed no matter what because that's the point. Like I, I know ideal days and needle movers and like, nah. And I, I, I know my dreams and I'm, I'm going forward. Like friends tell me you're doing so much. And I always think, no, I'm lazy. I'm not like, I'm not doing everything I said I will do. So, um, how do you do your commitment work? Like, yeah. How, how do you do that? Yeah. So everything you just said, I relate to. So, because I feel like I don't get enough done, even though there's physically no more time in the day to do more. Um, the biggest thing where I can find like a time suck can happen because I'm very active on social media. So posting on like Facebook and Instagram. And if you get stuck in there, it can be hard sometimes to get out, especially when you're looking at connecting and networking and doing like podcasts and things with other you know people in the pet world. But what I've found has really helped me is having those systems. So I use scheduling. So I schedule all my posts. So I do four posts a day on social media. And I do a live on Saturday. I know Darren's laughing because he sees all my stuff. And like everyone's like, what are you doing? You're on social media all day. And I'm like, so what I do is I, I try to get the majority of those posts finished like before, like Sunday. And then that way they're going out at the times so I can run analytics because I use a program to schedule those. I can see when people are most active. And then that way I'm hopefully guaranteeing most people see my stuff, but then I'm not going into like social media all the time. I set times for responding. And sometimes I'm a little lenient with that. If I get remarks and comments, because I do get clients through social media also, but that can help. And what's your why? Like that is the foundation. So my why is huge and it got bigger. I was telling you before we came on live, like with my dog passing away from cancer, 60% of pets are gonna develop cancer. Like people need what I do and they don't know that I offer it. And so for me, I will never go back to the clinic to work. And that's huge drive for me. I have to make my business work. And so if I allow myself to kind of sit and watch Netflix all day. I just ruined a day of potentially moving my business forward and helping that mission move to help other people with pets that are in need. So like that's my motivator. Like we went to, I don't know if my mom will watch this, but I love my mom dearly. So we went down to Carter Springs for Mother's Day and surprised them. And I, as Darren knows from the short time we've been together, I have a hard time shutting off. Like I'm always active and doing stuff and like, in it and they wanted to watch like a couple of tv shows and i don't watch tv 
like we'll watch we'll have movie nights like on the weekend and stuff but i don't watch tv and it was really hard to sit there and i was like there's so many other things i could be doing and so that's not necessarily a good thing but in my head like i see how many people i can touch and i need to like touch them and help their pets and that's what drives me so when you look at like What's your mission? What's your why? How do you achieve that? What are the things that you need to be doing every day to touch that dream so that it moves forward? That why has to be really strong because it's very easy, especially right now. I look outside and it's beautiful out. I could just go for a walk all day. I'd love to go up in the mountains and just hike, but I need to I need to do certain things in order for my business to work. So that's how I look at it. It's a little intense and over the top and probably not a normal thing for most people, but that's how that's how I've been able to generate a lot of interest in my business in a short period of time. Yeah, and you seem so happy and radiant, so that's like not crushing <laughs> you down at all. It's uplifting and uh, bringing you forward. Thank you so much. So, Darren? I get the, I'm getting ideas for myself, but first I want to listen to you to high-performance people that's so cool to, to yeah to give this this uh, content to to our audience that's awesome well and i mean what everything katie said is uh is so important that um you have to know why you get up every morning you have to know if you're just getting up and you're letting the day affect you that is going to control your outcome if you're always, you know, like I always tell my kids, if you're always going around reacting off of everything rather than acting first, um, you get blown by the wind, right? And you're always going in different directions. So you have to know where you're going. And when you get out of bed in the morning, you need to know. And that's where that routine, for me specifically, just like Katie was talking about, um, that routine every morning. I mean, now I, my body's waking me up at 4.05. That's just my thing now. Every morning, 4.05, it's just... It clicks, I wake up, and I lay in bed, and I think about things I'm grateful for, and then I get up, and I have a routine, and I'm very strict to that, and we've talked about that before, but that plotting time that I have where I grab my little my notebook here, high-performance planner that Brandon Richard has. I mean, Katie's got one, too. We all use them because it has time slots on it. I mean, it's got everything that I've got today is on here. Um, it has my intention of what I want to do with myself today, um, my top three goals and priorities, tasks that absolutely must be done today, um, things that I can be excited about. There's, I mean, it's just it's great because it makes you think about all of those things that need to be accomplished, what needs to be done, not only on a personal or a professional level, but also there's personal stuff on there too. You know, so it's neat because I can go in and I can really get my stuff set up for the shop, what I need to get done there, what else I need to do for coaching clients, whatever else needs to be done. But it also, I have things about what I want to do with my kids the day and those things are important to me that I want to accomplish and how I want to connect with each one of them or whatever it may be. So some people have found that doing it at night before you go to bed works. For me, um, I grade myself at the end of the day and I think about what I did the previous for that day, but I don't really plan out my next day. A lot of people do. But for me, I don't like to do that. I prefer to do it in the morning. I already know what needs to be done. But when I do it in the morning, it, it, it just seems to work best for me. Katie, what works? Do you do it at Night or in the morning? In the morning. I Yeah, at night. It's, and that's something that I've been working on, too, is, you know, the grading piece, because there's a section in that planner also. And I don't always get to that. That's hard. So, that's hard. hard part, yeah. What, what so, part was that? There's a section in the planner, and it talks about, like, at night. So, you, like, if you fill out everything in the morning. And I, like the review of the day. Yeah, I have this planner, too, yeah. but I... 
I bought yeah. the whole half a year package and not one is, is already full. So like, yeah. as you say, I can learn from you. <laughs> but there's also, oh. the thing is too, is like those planners don't work for everyone. Yeah, that's true. So just because it works for Darren and I, like that's okay, that's great. And then there's other planners that other people use and some people don't use planners, so they'll use the calendar on their phone. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is ensuring that you know what needs to be done that day and making sure you're outlining how to get those things done and having what I like about those planners is that it makes me think outside the box also you know why why are you doing this but also who needs you like that necessity that's huge for me and my husband is a big part of that and it's one of those things where if I don't necessarily if you get into being reactive like Darren talked about, you might forget some of those things because it's not in the front of your mind. Whereas when you're writing it down, like you're seeing it and you have to think about it. And it's like, what three things can you do to help other people or, you know, appreciation or what bold moves. And like, it's hard sometimes. Some days I'm like, what could I do to like fulfill this? And it makes you think outside the box. And it, Doing that consistently definitely drives my business forward when I do it. If I fall out of, like, if I go through a week and I fall away with my routines, it definitely affects my productivity. You kind of feel like you're drifting through the day and you're not on task. And it's, it definitely makes a difference for me. So you have to find what works for you because it's different for everyone. But what about like summer is we are all on the northern hemisphere. Summer is approaching or we had so beautiful days like last week for four weeks. That's so uncommon in Switzerland. So and now we had the lockdown, so it wasn't possible to go outside and, and sit in cafes. But what about friends? What about fun? What about I, I, I'm like the attorney now here to to teaser you with uh, with these questions and I'm so curious what you answer because I know like I don't go to every party because I want to move my business forward and I have a big plan and a big goal too but my story is that my friends started to die when I was 17 and it was all of sudden death you know like the phone call he or she died and that's why I really have the urgent feeling to spend time with my friends and like make that and you sat there in like spending time with your kids. And I do that with my kids very intentionally too. And with my partner, with my husband. But friends are so important to me. So like, yeah, but now I want to sit here and talk all afternoon, even though I know I would have to have to do this DCC things, but it's not urgent or like, I don't, if I have a coaching appointment, of course I'm there like on time. I don't miss coaching appointments, but like things I have to do for my business. It's like, no, I prefer now to stay in this conversation. What do you do about this? Because it needs so much discipline. And sometimes is the, is it like not having discipline or is it my decision to just do this fun thing now or this connection? But it's a thin line of like cheating myself or you know what I mean? It's like, how do you handle that? Katie? <laughs> <laughs> so that's huge. You do need your, you need your connections. That's a huge part to your like personal health and wellness. Without that, you wouldn't feel fulfilled, right? And of you're course. Worried about and that fills your cup. 
you you need that. Now the the biggest thing with that is is where are you filling in the other times in your week to get those things done? So you can shift stuff around. Your schedule doesn't have to be routine. That's the beauty of working for yourself. Yeah, is that's that true. you can change that's things true. around. Maybe it means you go for the afternoon and sit with your friends and have a cup of coffee, and then you finish doing some. Maybe you stay up a little bit later just to finish some of those things that you needed to do, and. You just build into your schedule what works for you, but you're you're not missing out on doing the things that you need to do each week. Because if that starts happening, then it's like then you start losing your business, right? It's you're just hanging out with friends and just having a grand old time, but then you have no business at the end of the day. At the end of summer, there's no business, so yeah, yeah. that didn't help anyone. So I think the biggest thing is is you need that time. You need the time with your family. That is why we do this, right? Well, for part like for me, I want to create the life where I can travel. My husband doesn't necessarily have to work, and I'm still helping pets. And we aren't working all the time. That's not the life I want. Right now, it's hard because I'm putting in a lot of hours. But for like, it's different for everyone. If that looks like going and having coffee with your friends every afternoon, build that into your schedule. Just make sure in the mornings you're getting things that need to be done done. So, I mean, it reminds me. Oh, go ahead, Katie. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, friends is a good thing. Like, we need our it support is. network. It reminds me of a Brian Tracy book called Eat the Frog. Yes. I don't know if anybody's ever read it. Katie, I'm sure you have, but it's something that it just talks about eating the biggest, nastiest frog you can find first to get it out of the way. And that's what I do myself, too. I mean, I have to go and attack the things that I don't want to do first thing in the morning. And then that way they're done, and then I can go play. But I have to do these certain things before I can do those. And so you have to set aside time to play and, and, and to enjoy life. And it's something that a lot of us really struggle with. I mean, I know Katie and I have talked about this because we're always pushing and going and pushing and going and pushing and going. And what's the thing we got to do? And always looking for the next big thing to get done. But we a lot of times will miss out on the, the glances that you have with your significant other or the, you know, the kids where you, you look at my son's looking at me and I look and I smile back at him. When you're too focused, a lot of times you miss those little things. So we have to... There's, there's, there's the extreme that we want to go too far, but we have to get these things done so that we can have more free time to do what we want to do. So there's, there's small sacrifices, like eating that big, ugly, nasty frog, but you eat that and you get all these other things done, you can move on. It takes a lot of willpower. You know, I mean, that's a big thing we're always hearing about. That's why Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff is really so hard on us because we're using our, our cognitive power to make these selections and what we're going to do. Are we going to look at this? Are we going to watch this video? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? It's taking away from some of that willpower that we have to stay strong, to staying on task, to getting things accomplished and done that need to be. Yeah, and it's so interesting to like stay on your mission and find the balance. And, you know, for me, not watching television is not hard at all. I don't crave it. I Then it's easy, you know, or like I I eat vegan now and that's not hard for me. That's my decision. And it's a non-negotiable. I like this state when it's when you come to the state of non-negotiable, it's like so easy. But if you're in this negotiation zone, it's like uh, oh, uh, like fighting with yourself. And that's interesting to figure out, I think. Um, yeah, even for people who are employed, we are now all like doing our own thing. But if you're sitting there on your desk, you have the same problems or the same challenges. 
now in home home office there is even more challenges with homeschooled kids and and everything going on so um like let's go through the practical tips again like schedule your frogs and the three things you have to do that that would be your first thing or like getting up early you i i get up i like to get up early too i fall out of my habit of getting up at 4:44 because i love these numbers <laughs> But um, I do a morning meditation for my Facebook group now every day at 6 a.m. Um, in this time, I felt like that's the best thing how I can help and, and bring trust and, and faith back um, in these, in these crazy, crazy times. So that's a non-negotiable thing too. But going to bed and like not going into Facebook and yeah, answering here and there, that's, that's hard. So like, what are the key things? you if you can tell people five things they have to do what would it be katie <laughs> i would say i mean your your morning routine is huge whether that's your morning person or you get up later and you work later like that's never works for you but regardless when you get up don't pick up the phone don't look at your phone for at least an hour because then as darren mentioned too you're going into reactivity mode and there's studies, I think Brendan Burchard talked about the decrease in productivity. It's like 40%. So you're already losing that. And that continues through the rest of the week, even just from one morning of doing that. So get your phone out of your bedroom. There's no place for it there. If, you know, someone needs to get a hold of you, I mean, you can have a normal landline. I know those things are dead, but, you know, get the phone out of the room. Stop looking at Facebook and affecting your melatonin in your sleep and worrying about all the things in the world that are on Facebook and Instagram and what's your morning routine? What are you doing when you first get up? Um, and then I would say also, are you scheduling out your day? Like what are those top three things, those big needle movers? So those are like the, maybe you have one big frog that needs to be eaten first thing. And then what are those other two things that need to happen and aim to do those first? and turn off, like don't even look at email until those are done. So, and then the final thing would be, what is your evening routine? Do you have an evening routine or like, are you just vegging out and letting it go? Are you shutting down screen time two hours before bed? Are you being present with your family? Or if you're single and alone, like are you taking time to meditate, read a book and relax and get ready so you can actually rejuvenate and sleep appropriately through the evening so you're well rested. Because if we're tired, we're gonna burn ourselves out and then we're gonna develop physical illness. And so those things would be huge. You know, get the phone out of the room. What's your morning routine? What are the three things that need to be done? Scheduling out your day and what's your evening routine? I would say those things right there, if you can get those solidified, it'll improve your productivity 100%. I was taking notes. I will put that in the text with the video. That's so great. Darren, what, what are your five points? Um, I would say that uh, get uh, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. I really think that or another book that I really love that I was actually just listening to this morning is called Maximum Productivity by Brian Tracy. And it talks a lot about knowing that uh, your life, you're in control of it. 
you may feel like you're not, but you are. And everything that has happened in your life is a result of the actions that you've taken to get you to where you are. And so as you realize that, you realize the importance that you have to control the outcome of your life. If you just sit back and, and once again react to everything, then you're going to get what what you've always gotten. If you want to change and be different, you've got to be that that the hunter, the hunted. You know I mean, it's, it's the hunter or the hunted. It's just it's the way it is. You have to make that choice that you're in charge of your destiny and what you want out of life. You can get anything that you want if you put your mind to it and you do the work. If you don't have a clear point and a clear purpose, then you'll continue to get what you've always gotten. And I don't care what, what your circumstances in life are. I mean, you think of people that, that have, you know, in a wheelchair and are paralyzed or have major strikes against them in life, and they still go on to accomplish great things. Stephen Hawking was one of those people. You know, I mean, you're talking about a man that was basically paralyzed, and yet he still is one of the greatest, or was one of the greatest thinkers that, that ever was upon the earth. So we don't have any excuses. I don't care how bad your background was. I don't care what the struggles you have. We all have them. Um, you have to make that choice to move forward. You know, so once again, start reading some books, get some things together, and then we have to take control of, of where we're going with life. And then start a list. When I never forget when I first started doing um, my routine um, and trying to figure out what I wanted to accomplish with life, I just got a notebook out and I started writing down things I wanted to do. And so I just started and like, well, this is what I want to do someday. This is what I'm going to do. This is that. And it just will get you on the, get the ball rolling. The hardest thing is getting a notebook out and writing on it. I bought notebooks for people and giving them pens and being like, give this a try, and I can't even get them to do it. You've got to take the time to sit down and write down what you really want out of life, or you're going to get what you've always gotten. The resistance is so, so huge to ch start journaling, especially for men. It's like, yeah, you know, but it's, it's, oh, so, it's so um, interesting. The efforts to sit down and spend time with you, that's like scary for a lot of people. <laughs> Like, no, 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 no. I want to be busy with my mind, and yeah. the day goes by, and then it's evening, and I... Well, that's where, I mean, you know, one of the other things I was going to mention is that meditation is key. It really is, for me anyway. I mean, it's something that I have so much going on and so much chaos constantly in my life, especially with three kids running around and a business and all these different things going. Um, I have a really hard time staying focused, and when I meditate... It allows me to, to bring that focus inward and really think about what, how I'm feeling, what I'm wanting to do with life, what relationships need to be improved upon, how I've been acting towards people. I mean, all these things that you don't have time to do when you're constantly running and doing all these different things you don't have time to. But when you meditate, you'll learn to just kind of, okay, I do need to get a little bit better at this. I need to be a little bit happier person or whatever it may be. But if you don't take that alone time, um, once again, self-reflection is key. That's one thing that, that Katie and I both have talked about, this Brandon Richard planner, is that it forces you to, to think about these things. I mean, I was just thinking that today, Katie, as I filled out this morning, I'm like, goodness gracious, what am I really going to do to make a big difference today? You know, and I'm like, seriously. Okay, cool. I'm going to do it today when we do our, our, our Zoom meeting, you know, or our Skype call, whatever you want to call this. I mean, it's like, okay, I'm going to go into this. I'm really going to have a good attitude, and I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm going to try to make a difference today. You know, it's just those little things of accountability work so much. But there's four there, so I don't know. Do you want another one, or are you good? Yeah, I was taking so notes. You, you it, said so. journaling, journaling and meditation is key, and uh, I get that you agree what Katie said. What I'm missing now in the Brandon Bouchard's planner, what he did before with the productivity sheet, you know, this one-day uh, productivity planner that was like an, an origin of the planner now, 
to, to write down your three big um, projects. And even though you're not working on the project today, you write it down and five needle moving steps you could do like anytime, like today or another day, but like thinking of your project and five needle moving steps and writing them da down daily. That's, that's what's like your focus on possibilities and opportunities. And it's just opening you up and focusing you on your three big goals. And he kicked that out. Is that true? Or, or I, I don't remember in the planner. Is there like the three things you want to get yeah. accomplished today? These are not, not um, the same. Or they don't yeah, have to be the same. I have to keep in mind that I want to take on even if I can't act toward them today are. So yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. But, but with five that. steps yeah. or, or just like write them down? It's just a basic, yeah. like you answer yeah. the question. So it's just a space for you to write. Um, they have, so like the month at a, a glance, and I think the newer ones have like a, a weekly assessment. Well, there's a weekly assessment, but there's also like, I think a week ahead. Um, I still have like the older ones that you probably have too. Yeah. But um, the monthly ones, they have like things that you must happen. Like what are the deadlines? What are the ways that you can achieve that and prepare? Um, so I think those are helpful too. Uh, I mean, I think there's probably in terms of having, plan there's different planners. I, I mean, I could have five different planners. I love like scheduling things out, writing things down and all of that. So there's different ones that, you know, maybe find the ones that work the best for you. So if this one doesn't work, that's okay. There's so many other like productivity planners out there now. Um, so I think it's finding the one that makes you want to do it every day or doesn't hurt as much to do it every day. Because yeah. <laughs> there is some pain that comes with it, you know, sitting alone and reflecting and going through that whole process. It's hard. It's hard to do it. Yeah. But it's so rewarding. It I have you a, know, a lot of times, just to take that first step, though, is to just write down a few things you want to get accomplished. It's literally just like a checklist. You know, okay, so today I want to do this and this and this. And at the end of the day, you look and you get, yeah, I have a really, I get a kick out of going and putting a check mark. I actually write yay after Anita <laughs> after some of my bigger ones. Because it's just, I mean, it's like, sweet, I got it done. You know, but that is an easy way to start this process, though, is just write down a few things you really want to get done. Not things you have to get done, just things that you want to get done. I think that's the that's such a big, uh -oh. big key. Like I want to do that. I don't have to. You could you could sit all right. around all day, eat eat uh, French fries and watch Netflix. You can, but if you don't want to, if you choose to do a different lifestyle, so let's do it. That's that's I think the biggest key. You know, in my work, like, let's create a life full of joy and let's enjoy every day and not dragging you through the week and then celebrating the weekend. I kind of like that this lockdown situation made this, these, these, um, what's that called? It's like borders in the weekend. It's like, who, what day is it? I don't know. So it, it got like less extreme on Facebook, like the, the Friday celebrators and the Monday haters. I was always like, come on, you can't throw away five days of the week. That's no way. <laughs> so the decision like I want to enjoy every day is 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 the biggest thing. First, you have to decide. 
And I think I haven't yet d decided to be really, really productive. I'm like, yeah, I'm creative, you know. I can't be so productive. <laughs> but you have been. Yeah, You're like, very productive. You know, like, oh my this, goodness. I have to create more and more the business. Like, I could do this all day long. Like, from, like, without the break in between, I love to talk to you, to connect to you. And I don't like to write uh, emails. So I have an assistant and she does my emails. And that's like the biggest gift ever. So, um, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I you have to be easy on yourself, too, though. I mean, what? you really do. That, that goes for the both of us. That's I mean, the thing is, is in Jaren, the thing that you said, too, that was key and a lot of us forget to do, and I think both of us here are forgetting to do that, is celebrate when we do get something done. Like Jerry Glass, we've talked about this. Oh my and like, goodness. That's the thing, like when you look at, look at what you're already doing with this live cast, you know, getting people together and helping make a difference in the world, that's huge. There's so many people that aren't even doing that. So like celebrating that, and then celebrating just every little thing that you do, because think about, you know, we're, we're high, we're, all three of us are high achievers. Like we're always, there's always something more that we could be doing. But if we're not celebrating the things that we are currently achieving, then it's like what Darren said at the beginning, you're always looking for the next mountain to climb. And you're never getting to that final destination because we need to feel the happiness and be joyful during the journey. Because then what are we going for? You're not going to achieve happiness once you get there if you weren't happy doing it. And that's yeah. something I have to remind myself every single day when it's when it's hard, and it's like, why am I doing this? And I'm like, okay, be joyful, like, be thankful for like the amazingness that you're creating and what you're doing, and appreciate like, you know, find those small things, express gratitude. Like, I'm so grateful. Sometimes it's like, I'm grateful I have a safe home. I'm grateful that I am alive. Like, there are so many things that we can be grateful for. I'm grateful for my health. So I think that's really, really important. Like, you don't have to do 15 million things in a day. And you're working smarter, not harder. If you're using assistance to do things, like, that's, you're getting stuff done. It may not be you physically writing that email, but it's working. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee and you're working, doing your... <laughs> you're working on your business rather than in it. And that's smart. That's how we should yeah. be doing it. That's what Brandon Bouchard said, like, um... Hire out your weaknesses and don't hire out like a social media person or some somebody very specific. Hire out like to a Swiss army knife. That's what he said. I'm from Switzerland and my assistant is my Swiss army knife. She's just incredible and I'm so grateful for her. So um, yeah, and two years ago, I wouldn't have thought of that this is a possibility you know to pay a salary every month that's uh, that's really awesome and i totally get like the celebration for the business achievements i think i'm not so good in, in those i like like i'm alive i'm so grateful for that every single day and saying goodbye to friends or my family is like i'm so aware that this could be the last time i see them i don't i'm not afraid of that totally not but like the gratitude for for having like being together and we are a family or even friends it's like i hug tight you know some people were writing on social media if i would have known that i can't hug you for such and such a long time i would have hugged you tighter and i thought like no that's that's not happening for me because this awareness is always 
in front of my head, but it it elevates me and and um, makes me a better person instead of like I'm not fearful. You know, that's that's um, I think that's very important. You could be in panic mode all the time because you couldn't see this person another time, and that's not not helpful at all. But the gratitude and and the focus. What do I want? I loved your your vision about you know your vision is so clear about your pet pets worldwide and traveling and that's that's the vision which uh Boeson is talking about like make a 20-year plan and that's that's your lighthouse in the future yeah what are you doing in 20 years darren are you still um in the in the motor business or is is your nope. vision completely nope <laughs> okay nope nope nope, nope. My wife and I, Ginger, will be uh, at, a, at a cabin that we built that uh, overlooks some valleys, and I have it all pictured in my head, and uh, yeah, have some passive income coming in and be able to really enjoy being with our kids, and also have a house down on the beach. I really love uh, um, you know, some areas down by San Diego and, and be able to have a house there on the beach so that I can go spend time with my, grand, my kids and grandkids, and yeah, I mean, it's part of the 20-year plan, you know, so... Yeah, of course. I love thinking about the future. It's, it's uh, a bright place for me. You know, even with all the weirdness that's going on in the world right now, I'm still looking forward to it. I can't wait for the future. I mean, I'm not living there, but it's one of the things that I definitely that keeps me going every day is, is building it up and building and building so that I can enjoy life um, more in the future. Not that I don't enjoy it now, but it just gives me some stuff to push myself a little harder today, you know, so... Yeah, you have to celebrate the wins. I have to I agree with Katie 100%. We, we talked a lot about this because Katie is one of those people that really pushes herself hard. And I'm always telling her, like, hey, okay, enjoy the ride here. Go spend some time with Ryan and enjoy life a little bit. You know, it's okay. You know, she gives me the sideways look, and I know that I push the boundaries too much. But it's just one of those things that um, we have to. I mean, my wife is always telling me the same thing. It's like, would you just stop? It's okay. You don't have to do this, 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 and this. You can just enjoy. You can just sit on the couch with the kids and hang out. It's like, yeah, but the kids and I can be outside, and we can be building a fence, or we can be doing all this stuff. And it's like, just stop sometimes. Just, just, just be. And it's like, we have to be easy on ourselves. But, Rania, you also, too, you've accomplished so much. I mean, I haven't talked about how happy of a person you are. That's what attracted to me to you when we were at the Bo Easton thing, and I'm like, who is this lady? She's, like, beaming over here. i got to go talk to this lady. And she's, like, happy. And it's, like, really a cool thing. I mean, be celebrate that that's something that you're born with i mean it's a gift that you have that you make people happy yeah i'm not born i'm totally not born with it i was the unhappy bullet kid at school and very insecure but these dying friends they shaped my whole life so much i was like really after that i was on a journey for like what is this all about and what it it was yeah teaching me so much so and then this appreciation of life and what I like, and that's why I like Brandon or you guys, like you are walking your talk, you know, if you, you can feel it if somebody has a business and she's not good at this or that's not true, like fake, you know, and, and when I think like I'm not so organized or, or the things I don't like about how I, I do my work. But I'm joyful. I can tell you like Joy Academy and my Joy Mastermind and my Joy Coaching. That's real. I can do this. I'm good at that. So that's what I I appreciate when you say that like you saw me on this event and uh, yeah, we connected instantly. That's uh, 
the magic of live events. I hope we can go back to live events very soon. We will. So awesome. When when somebody now says yeah yeah blah blah, you all have your business already, and um, you're just um, in a different level. Like, get get out of here. I don't like listening to you because you're getting on my nerves. I I know that at some point you're just like annoyed by these people telling you how to do things when you are watching like 20 hours of Netflix. How how do I get out of this when I'm in this mood? Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Stop talking. Can you relate even to this kind of mindset or yes. is it way out of reach? Yes. No, because when I part of my journey with my business, uh, I was not in the best mental space. So veterinarians, we actually have one of the highest suicide rates out of all the professionals. Really? It's insane. And a lot of people don't realize that. And it's a very tough job. There's a lot of compassion, fatigue, and stress. And before I started my business a year and a half ago, I was ready to quit being a vet. I was not suicidal, but I could see why people go down that route because they have high student debt. You don't get paid very much. Be very hard dealing with clients sometimes, um, especially with you know pet stuff. There's money issues. Uh, you're euthanizing pets. There's all sorts of. There's a lot of difficulties with the profession. And so, for me, one of the things like that always brought me back. I found Brendan during this time, so I did his coaching program. So like what Darren does with people, I found someone like Darren, and that's where I realized there was a bigger, brighter life. Because I was crying every night, I was negative, I was complaining a lot, and it wasn't good. It wasn't what I wanted for my life. And so when people feel like they're stuck and they're like in this hole, right? You're like, there's nothing I can do. And a lot of people feel that way right now because there's a lot of economic hardship. Like things are changing. People have lost jobs. The new, It's going to be a new normal. We're not going to go back to the old normal. And... The thing that we always have to go back to, we've already talked about it, is what are you grateful for? What are the three things? I love three for some reason. Like three is just like an easy number to like, you know, come up with. What three things are you grateful for in your life? Because if we can focus on even like the small things, that can give you like a little glimmer of hope. So like when I would drive to the vet clinic and I would sit in my car ready to like cry because I had to spend 12 hours in this clinic, I would look at the sunrise. And that was my trigger. And I was like, you know what? It's beautiful out today. I have a car. I have a house. I have a job that pays for this. And maybe some people listening to this are like, great, you had all that. But what are those things? Maybe you have a home or you, maybe like what Darren said, it's I have the potential within me to create change. Don't know what that is, but maybe it's just putting one step forward. And I think that's where you can start shifting that mindset or reaching out to other people. What resources in the community? There's a lot of free resources to get counseling or help. Like thinking, where can I go? Who can I reach out to for help um, so that they can get out of that rut? And that's what I found really helped me when I was kind of in my dark place before I was able to get out and start my own thing. And I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> and did you have a, a moment like, that's enough. Now I'm done with that. I, what I was that? I reached a pain point. So, yeah, it was 
pain, like the pain that I felt, it was too much. And it was like, you know what, I don't, I had a business name and that was it. That's all I had. I had no idea. I knew how to go online and look and see how to register an LLC. That's all I knew. And I had nothing. I had no clients. I had nothing. And I did what, I don't recommend this, but I just quit. <laughs> it was like, it, I had to. There was no other way out. Like, I had to for my personal sanity. And so I think for some people, taking that jump is really, really, it was, it was scary. And thank goodness my husband supported me. Not everybody's partners would support such a decision. Going from like the key money maker in the household to going to zero income. Like that's scary. But sometimes like if you have this passion or you have something you want to do, you know, maybe do it a little smarter than that. <laughs> but start thinking, how can I build this? How can, how can I make this into like my dream? Or Because we all... When we think about it, every single person has something that they love, that they're passionate about. And they may not know about it, but when you start focusing on, like, the things that you love about your life, you know, that's just it's kind of like a serve, you know, those people that are like, I can't do all those things. Don't You don't have to do it all. Just start with the basics. Start with, like, the gratitude and go from there. It doesn't mean that you own your own business. Not everyone owns their own business. But what are those simple things that you can start implementing into your day? You know, not necessarily five. Start with one. It was the last yeah. uh, last week we were talking about that. Some people need to jump and build the airplane while they are falling down, and some people need <laughs> to fade out of one job and and um, fade into the other job. Just just um, yeah, do what feels feels right for you and. I think again the decision I don't want that anymore what do I want to change and then the ideas will will pop up and then you listen and you grab them or you pick them like fruits from the tree and spend a long time with eternal and just write 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 what do I want what do I love what what am I good at or what are um, things friends and family ask me all the time like could you do that for me please or you're so good like all of a sudden something clicks into place and uh, maybe something totally new appears on on your on your in your vision what you want to do in the in the future like how there and how did you change from motor work is that the right term to to coaching i mean that's like a different topic just had a life change decided that uh, i was tired of uh um feeling burnout and just feeling like I wasn't where I needed to be in life and I'm still not there I'm working on it all the time I'm constantly trying to get there but I just know um, I had a taste of a little bit of success at the shop and realized that uh, I was capable of a lot more than what I was doing so I took life a lot more seriously and just decided that I was going to do something with myself and I was no longer just let life hand me whatever came along I was going to take control of it and and it, it's been a hard journey um, but it's one I wouldn't change for anything. Um, you know, getting kicked back down and failing um, and getting back up and figuring out another way to do it better um, and continuing to fail. I'm always failing, but I, I love it because I'm learning. You fail, you learn, you move on and, and, and continue to grow. But when you stop stop living life and stop trying new things, um, for me, I, I don't like life then. I get miserable. I, there's no miserable, I mean, there's no point in my existence if I'm not growing and improving, trying to become better. So, I mean, there, there was just a point where 
I was tired of, of doing what I was doing. And when I get tired of doing what I'm doing now, I'll change it again. It's just, we can do it. I mean, that's, when I tell people I've been there, I've been just like Katie talks about. We, I mean, that's why we're, we're, we're kindred spirits. We understand each other. We're just connected because we both have been in the bottom and dug ourselves out and continue on. And now we're trying these new things. And it's like, well, this is working. This isn't working. But who cares? Let's keep trying. Who cares? Oh, well, it's life. But I'm afraid of oh. failure. I don't want to fail. What do you say to, to people like this? Well, then stay in your life. Sorry, but I mean, that's the way it is. If you don't like it, if you continue doing what you're doing, you're going to get what you've always gotten. If you don't like where you are, then change it. But people are so afraid of failure. Like, I would try this new job and I would fail. I would die because everything, everybody would call me out or laugh about me. I think that's the biggest, biggest obstacle for most of the people. Of course. What, what do you tell people who are afraid of failure, Katie? That's Take good. That's why. Like, that's the thing. Like, is your why big enough? Like, like Darren said, I fail every day. And there's yeah. been a lot of, there's been a lot of life lessons in a year and a half in my own business. And I'm like, why did I do that? And I'm like, oh, I learned. <laughs> so lesson learned, yep. you grow. And, you know, I, I deal a lot where I come into contact with a lot of people in the like pet professional area. So vet technicians, vet nurses, veterinarians, and they hate what they do. And it's like, why don't you change it? Because they have a decent paycheck and it's comfortable. So, and I, I stayed in that job for, you know, eight and a half years and I was the same way. And then I reached a big enough pain point and realized that there's a better way. And so I think there's, for people that are in that mindset, sometimes they, if that's fine, like, but they don't get to complain about it because they're not willing to change. So that's a huge thing for me. Like if you're going to complain about something and you're not willing to change, you have to stop complaining because right. like, that's, it's like what Darren said, you get the life that you choose. Like if you want to do everything the same way and you're going to complain about it, we all have a decision to make a change. And yep. it's hard and it's uncomfortable and it's scary and everyone's, you know, comfort zone is different. But in order to achieve those things that, you know, give you the greatest happiness, it has to get uncomfortable. Like that's how we grow. Yep. Friction causes growth. I mean, it does. And what I like about nature. We don't nature, fail, we're not growing, so. You know, nature is so abundant. It's not growing one branch and four leaves it's like thousands and the blossoms and it's so rich and, and growing every 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 year if it's a tree or or even flowers are growing so fast so it's it's abundant and i always look at nature and and what you know when you think like yeah that's enough or why would i aim for more but that's natural like like growing and and blossoming and um i like when you sat there and like if you don't like your job change it like try something new try something completely new why not one guy is in a facebook group i'm i'm a member of and he was like a super manager and now he works in a dog shelter and and saves dogs and is so happy and says yeah that was the best decision ever so like we get this life and let's do something fun and joyful and meaningful what brings you joy and don't sit at the desk where you're just like waiting until it's evening until you can go and watch tv for for two hours and then in the morning you're hating to get up 
I can't imagine that. I never worked in a job where I had this feeling. I think that's a nice way of evaluating if you're doing something right in your life, like getting up in the morning, like, yeah, let's, let's have a nice day. If you're planning or not, <laughs> you got now the, the high achiever tips and tricks from Katie and, and Darren, thank you so much. But thank even you. though you don't thank plan you. and don't focus so much, you can have a great day by just choosing to have a great day and be nice to yourself and others. I think that's, you know, grumpy people like, yeah, I'm a, I am this way. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. I'm like, no, come on. That's just, that's just too easy. And yeah, Definitely. so cool. Thank you so much for joining me. You know, I did Thank with Darren, you. I did one interview, a podcast interview, and I'm still launching podcasts and everything. And then he said, let's do it again. Let's bring in more people. And that's how we started to doing this weekly call. That's so cool. Thank you so much, yeah. Darren. And thank you thank so you. much I'm for glad being here. I appreciate thank you doing all you're doing. So. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much, Katie. Let's, let's do it again also in different combinations, you know, like, like having a panel and who is in for this topic. I can see that in, in the future. To, um, yeah, awesome. yeah, let's stay in contact. And please, if somebody has a question for Katie or like a pet in need, like you give me your contact details and I'll put it into, into the video description. And I don't know, get Darren, if you need more customers for motor, motor, uh, <laughs> topic, but, um, do you take coaching clients or is that reserved for, I okay. do. I do okay. take coaching clients. I'm pretty selective, though. I don't. Uh, I'm pretty selective who I take. Yeah, <laughs> the time's pretty precious, but I do. I do offer personal coaching as well. So yes. And I do that too. So you can choose whatever yeah. service you <laughs> are leaning to. Thank you so much, guys, and um, have a wonderful day. It's uh, 6:30 p.m. here in Switzerland, but I assume you have. The whole day in front of you and you will yeah, do it yeah. awesome thank you so much for being here bye bye yeah thank, thank you. you bye bye if you liked this episode i look forward to a review from you and it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway and maybe it sparked some idea you really are surprised to to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life and please tell me about it i would love to hear from you my contact details you will find them in the show notes have a wonderful day